Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Bree, my wonderful little witch, what are we talking about tonight? We're going to get a little spooky, throw you guys off here. We're going to talk about some ghosty shit. Ooh, ghosty ghosts? Tonight, we are your ghost hosts. Ooh, I like that. Welcome to Toddy Waba. Dishing out souls. <laughs> Let's start off by talking about maybe some personal experiences. Have Ooh. you ever encountered a ghost? I can only think of one strange experience that I had and I'm not sure I guess I never really categorized it as a ghost experience because I never saw anything Mm, you know what I mean yeah take it from the top oh wow so this is when I was about 16 years old I was deep into like the Christian life and I had what I would consider a mentor who was much older than me. She kind of took me under her wing and wanted to take me to her church. And I think this was in Santa Cruz. And she was so excited. And she's been going to this church for like over 10 years. I consider her, or I did consider her an angelic person. So she was just like as pure as you could get. She was really excited about it, told me how wonderful this church was, and so I was really excited. But there was no one there when we went. I don't remember what the purpose was, but she had keys. I think she did music for there. So she might have just been taking me for her to like stop in and grab something or leave something and just show me around. It was an older church, very old. You could close in your eyes and imagine just a white old church, you know, with the pointed tops. I wasn't expecting that. And on the side, had a little bit of a garden area, but it was on a decent sized land. Probably within the first couple minutes that I was there, I could only describe it as an overwhelming fear, like dread slammed at me. And I felt like I had something like really dark all around me. Whatever it was did not want me there. Really, really intense. I started to feel like knots in my stomach. I felt like I was being choked, like I couldn't breathe. I was getting dizzy. And I kept walking around as she's just really happy showing me around this church. And then I started feeling like a really sad presence there. And then for some reason, I had an instant knowing something really tragic happened there. And there were either a body or multiple bodies that were buried at the church in the garden. I can't even describe it. Even just saying that, it probably just sounds whatever, but it was the most intense feeling I've ever had. And it was so intense that I told her that my mom had texted me that I needed to go home. And I ran out of the church and I waited for her in the car. At the time, I didn't say anything because one, she had been going there forever. She never noticed anything wrong. And I was also afraid that if I told her what I felt, she would probably just say that I was being attacked by demons trying to keep me away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know that's what she would have said. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head. I just, I knew that's what she was going to say. But for some reason, it was like an instant knowing that there was something dark there and that there was a murder and people or someone died and they were buried in the garden area. 
Well, you know, what it sounds like to me is it sounds like, you know, you're definitely an empath and we know that. And it sounds like maybe this was one of your first real experiences with dealing with and feeling with those kind of emotions in a place. And maybe there's a possibility that a little bit of that that frightened you maybe pushed down a little bit some of your maybe psychic abilities because maybe at the time it's not something you can handle because that's what it sounds like to me. Like when you watch a lot of these ghost shows, and don't get me wrong, some of them are like very full of shit. But you always see with the psychics who come in there and they get they walk in there and they're like, oh, no, there's dead people here, guys. <laughs> you know, that's what it sounds like to me is your experience. It was horrible. It was like the church was talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. I felt like there was two different things talking to me. I felt like there was something so strong that was just like, get the hell out and I'm making you sick. Like I was physically feeling very sick. Which is, again, something that happens to a lot of these psychics yeah. who, when they go and into feeling, these places. And then feeling like a very sick sad something very sad and it was hard because I couldn't tell her because I just knew I couldn't and then I felt like am I just going crazy because how do I sense this so overwhelmingly and then someone else that's here all the time she has her own keys she's just like you know diddy all the time has no idea about that so I don't know if that's really a ghost experience like I said I didn't see anything it was just more like an instant knowing and feeling get the fuck out I would definitely I do not want you here I would definitely think it's a psychic experience for sure now here's my question to you if that was a psychic ability and it was pushed down would you ever have any interest of bringing it back up and dealing with those kind of things now yeah, yeah. Now you're like, bring it on. At the time, I was very, very, very scared. I don't know if it's because I feel like I can control my own energetic field better. Mm -hmm. And I've become more knowledgeable on that, that I feel like I could handle it. But also because I've been watching so many fucking ghost shows lately. Mm. And I'm like, I want to go. Yeah, I'm just like, I want to see what happens. So you believe ghosts are real? Yes. Okay. I do too. I've had ghost experiences my whole life. Tell me a good one. I'll tell you several short ones. When I lived up in Washington, there was a house that my mom had bought and I stayed in one of the rooms and there was a man who would stand outside of my window, but you would only ever see his shoulders and his head and his hat. Um, And I named him Earl because, you know, I'm a weirdo and I like to name things. The way my window was is in order for where his silhouette to sit at, he would legitimately have to be like... (gasps) Standing on a box. Yes. Okay, I remember this. Yes. Go on, go on. Like he would have to be standing like on top of something in order to be standing that high. And I would always... Where my bed was was up against that wall where the window was. And I would always have to face the other direction to sleep because I was just like... I was fucking terrified of seeing it. And I remember telling them about it all the time and they just never believed me. And then one night... I told them that I heard noises out there in addition to seeing what I saw and that it went up higher than I had ever seen it before. And the next day they went out there and something or someone pulled an entire stump out of the ground and dragged it to underneath my window and it was positioned there like somebody moved it to stand on top of it. Even if it was a normal human being like my mom's boyfriend at the time stood on top of it, you barely see the top of his head. So it still wasn't like a normal sized person, but definitely Earl was taller that night when I saw him. That's crazy. In that same house, my mom had moved out and me and my brother were living there only. I was in my room one night and it sounded like, best way to describe it is like a bathtub and water fell through the ceiling in the living room, but it wasn't a two story home. And then I went out there the faucets in the kitchen were turned on. Oh, fuck no. Yes. And there was just, anytime I was there, there was this back door and like a window that went over the sink that faced the backyard. I could not look through it if it was Mm -hmm. dark out there. 
I just, I couldn't. There was something that would tell me like, don't look because you're gonna see something that you don't wanna see. And so that house was very interesting to me. And I've also, you know, a story I've told you before is when I was working at the um, Hono Owners Association and the psychic called me on the phone and told me about how my grandpa Ray always protects me inside of cars. You know, you guys know a few years ago we were in our accident and, you know, it I was just last year. Was it last year? Yes, oh, it was 26. It was Friday. Oh, OK. Well, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. But that crash, I, I told Brie after we were done that it felt like someone was sitting on top of me because I never moved from the position I was in. And it was like a, it was a hard impact and I never had any whiplash. There was no seatbelt marks on me. And so it's always just weird instances of that. I've even had, you know, my Aunt Amy who passed away in a bathroom always visits me in bathrooms. Like I can see her in the mirror. It's the creepiest shit. Like I'll, I'll be like peeing and then I just like look in the mirror and there's like my Aunt Amy like waving to me and I'm like, that's not awkward. That's very awkward. So awkward. Or like, you know, I'll be listening to like a radio station that only plays rap music and then all of a sudden Phil Collins will come on because that was mine and her song. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. This is not the appropriate radio station. That's exactly how I think your loved ones connect with you in many ways and people push that aside is through songs. Sometimes it's just hearing something, it reminds you of them. I think a lot of the time they're using that as an outlet to connect with you. And that's just the whole like ghost realm. It's just so vast. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I've never seen any apparitions or anything like I that. Have, yeah. That to me is very scary. One thing that I feel like other people should know is really the difference of actual haunting. Like an intelligent or something that repeats itself? Yes, mm -hmm. like that or if there's something that's active in your house. And I think a lot of people just chalk it up to, oh, there's ghosts interacting in my house, but it's really just that stagnant energy of something that's happened over and over and over again imprinted into time going over and over and over again like playing a tape but there's no actual conscious entity that is there yeah and that's exactly what an imprint haunting is it's it's an event that happens something you know let's say someone was murdered and pushed down a set of stairs well now that same kind of energy that happened then is constantly repeating itself over and over again so you can talk to it you can wave to it it doesn't look at you it doesn't do anything it's the same thing every time a lot of times it happens at the exact same time every time. Like the same, like exactly at the stroke of midnight, you hear like a exactly. ball going down the stairs. And so those are not intelligent hauntings. That goes to show that when we talk about how like when we're energy and our energy leaves us, how it never stops. I think that this is a manifestation of that energy mm -hmm. that maybe didn't make it to the etheric plane up there, but was for some reason trapped here in our, you know, 3D world. And it's like stuck on a loop because it can't get out. It's like keeps hitting the glass ceiling over and over and over again. It's like torn through some type of dimension. And so that energy is just stuck on replay. That's really good for people to know. I've heard so many people say, oh, my house, you know, is haunted. I always hear footsteps walking up my house or whatever, or... My window shades always open every morning. And sometimes it's like, well, if that's the only thing that's happening, that's not necessarily an active ghost. That's just an imprint there. Mm -hmm. And that should make you feel better too. Cause then you're just, okay, it's just that type of stagnant energy. It'll just be going there forever. Rather than you going into a place where something of great emotional type of trauma, a death, something happened there that keeps a spirit there that feels like they can't leave and they're there for some reason or maybe they have unfinished business or they're confused about their death from that person actually being there that is a consciousness and it can interact with you. 
that's a whole different ball game. Well, I think you hear a lot more about the negative versions of that than you do the positive versions. And here's where it gets a little weird and iffy to me. I feel like when people talk about ghosts and they talk about the positive reactions, like, oh, I felt my, you know, the ghost of my mom and she laid her hand right. on my cheek. Usually, and not always, but usually they somehow more link that into like, oh, it was their angel. Uh-huh. Right? But then when you're talking about the negative side where they're like burning Bibles in your uh, <laughs> in your know. hallway, which is a true story I've heard, um, you know, flipping crosses upside down, throwing things around the house that and things like demonic. that. That sounds demonic. It sounds demonic, but also at the same time, a lot of people do assume that they're ghosts. Yeah. And so you have this weird crossover of all these different areas where I think the only thing that we can call them conclusively together, other than like the paranormal, would be like interdimensional beings. That can be its own category, though. Really? Yes. You can have I think... earthbound spirits, mm-hmm. but which I think... are your typical ghosts. But are they not traveling through no, interdimensions, then? They're stuck. Mm. They might be in one technically in-between. Like a limbo-ish area? Yes, but they're earth. Then you can have an actual interdimensional that's a totally different unearthly being that's coming in and out of your space. See, Using that portal, whatever portal is there for whatever reason, they can come in and out. See, because I see ghosts as being fourth dimensional beings. And because we're still in the third dimension, they're there so we can like hear them and stuff. And sometimes we can catch glimpses of them, but we have no full understanding because we're not in the fourth dimension. But they're earthbound. I think of it as like when you die, like you were saying, your body goes away, but your consciousness is still there. So it's still earthbound. It's just that you can no longer see the body, the consciousness that's present. That's why they're stuck here. They need help Mm. going to the other side. That's why you can do things like those rescue mediumship stuff if they want to go to the other side. So here's a question I have for you. If we found like a real serious psychic and did like a crazy seance or something like that. Like your birthday's coming up. What I've decided is is the older we get, we're less about getting material things and more about having cool experiences. Experiences. So like, what would you think if like for your birthday, we set up like a crazy seance and like some weird like, you know, voodoo witch's house. Mm-mm. And she's like, come my pretties, we are going to arrange these chicken bones. But see, that's the difference though. That would either, okay, the seance would be like trying to contact something in particular. That could also be like summoning something dark. Oh, for sure. But that's what I'm asking though. Like whether I don't want to summon something dark. But here's the thing. But I think when we're talking about walking between that veil line though, there's always going to be that possibility of something dark happening. And right. so if you're interested in it, you have to at some point have to understand that there's a risk that something dark could come out and you have to deal with those consequences. Right. You can't contact ghosts but not think that, hey, I might also not, you know, contact demons or something. Like they're they're all behind that very thin veil. There's no guaranteed way for you to only pull out good. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I would say instead of a seance where I feel like is purposely conjuring something or trying to contact something, I feel like I would rather just go to a highly haunted house. I think I would even be more comfortable walking into a house that I know is full of negative, bloodthirsty energy. Like, are you saying that we should go back to that church for your birthday and break in at night? Oh, God, the breaking in. And go get some vibes. Yeah, that's because, like, I doubt we could wander up to the Christians like, hey, guys, so we think you have ghosts in here. Just so you know, someone was murdered and someone or multiple people are buried right here. So we were wondering 
you where if we you just, plant your poppies. Yeah, we just want to know if we can <laughs> hang out here at night and just, like, you know, listen for things. Just hanging. We're just chilling. Yeah. I mean, we could try. There's got to be a better place. I wish we had one of those crazy houses around here where something, like, nuts happened. Because the Winchester Mystery House, I don't buy. No, I don't either. I mean, I would go do a flashlight tour for fun, but I don't really buy into that story. She just sounds like she has some type of mental illness. Although, but that's when we're talking about that the paranormal absolutely ties in. Everyone throws that stuff out there. But like that, that is a possibility. Yeah. Speaking of like poltergeist, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that's actually like some crazy psychic type of like burst of energy that you're creating yourself. Yeah. So you're manifesting crazy shit to happen and you're really scared. So it feeds off of that. Light bulbs are twitching. Something's thrown across the room. Music starts going off on your phone. Something crazy like that. And you think there's ghosts in your house, but it's really just you and you're making all that happen and then once you find that out all that shit stops there's a lot of stuff that we contribute to what we're seeing but we're powerful people i think that you secretly are psychic and can tap in to dead people and i think that it terrifies you and that you can't use it and all i want to do is get you in a room (laughs) with like a bunch of white candles (laughs) like like I and said, just like I'm shut excited. everything down yeah. and just like let it happen and like be there to guide you like like a good like drug trip guider like come come with me <laughs> to the graveyard. Feel me the sober one. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like come on this way the lights over here it's fine. Babysitter. We'll get through it. Yeah because I have learned that I am like not really afraid of too much like the only thing that ever makes me scream are spiders. Um, I went to a haunted house a few of them when I was in Vegas with my mom and they made me go in front and I just I just like stood there like. Someone would jump out and I'd be like... The last one we went to, remember last year, we weren't scared at No, either. we weren't scared at all. We just walked through it. There was, like, maybe one part where, like, we were jump scared or something. For the most part, though, it was whatever. But everyone I was with was fucking terrified. And I'm just, like, walking through it. Like, literally, a guy, like, yelled at me and I had the camera on him. And I was like, that's cool. And he was like... <sighs> And like kept yeah, going, like frustrated. yeah, because like, I'm just like it's not. I'm not. Uh, things don't scare me easily. So I think I I think that if me and you really hunkered down somewhere, and like I said, white candles. Well, I think it really scared me because that was the only experience like that. I didn't know what any of that was. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know. I didn't have any knowledge about any of that sort of thing. What it was, anything. And just the overall sense of everything overcoming me and the feeling of it and the suffocating part, that was just really scary. But I don't know, maybe I would be okay. I don't know. I mean, there's no other way but to try. Obviously, that was over 10 years ago. Yeah. Well over 10 years ago. I'm going to be 29. I've aged. Like fine wine. (laughs) You know, now that I'm more equipped we could go into a situation we could start small go into like little haunted places and see you're like no i just want to jump straight in so i have a suggestion for you and okay so you know we go down to la you know usually about twice a year what i'm thinking is is you know (laughs) maybe next time we let's say we're going to contact next year right let's say we just take an extra day or two off of work because fuck it why not we're already taking like five days off might as well take seven And let's say instead of drive, we'll fly down, but we'll fly down to the Long Beach area and we'll go stay a night 
in the Queen Mary, which is notoriously haunted. Man, see, that's the thing. And like, then staying we, the night. Oh, because it's a hotel. I know, but staying the night somewhere yeah. that's haunted, yeah. that scares yeah. me. Here's I have enough issues. But here's the thing. But it's a room with me, you, and Josh in it. Like, re- it's not like you're alone somewhere by yourself. I've seen some crazy videos of some shit that happens in oh, there. One of the goodness. rooms, everything gets turned upside down in. Oh, my God. So that'll be our plan, you guys, next year. Honest to, <laughs> honest to everything good. Swear no bullshit, no exaggerating. I would say seven out of ten places that I ever stay in a hotel I always have a really hard time sleeping because I always feel like things are like in my ear Mm. like trying to talk or there's something weird going on I've started I think like the last few times I've gone and stayed places I just like bring some sage or like the incense that's like matches to just like try to clear and every time I feel like I stay up all night and I'm going crazy and then I wake up the next morning thinking like why are you hallucinating on some shit But it always feels like that every time I stay in a hotel. It sounds like you need to talk with the Long Island medium. No, because, like, I'm good the rest of my days. No, no, because I legit think that you're actually, like, a psychic medium and you're just suppressing it hardcore because you're terrified. You know what happens to people that full-blown go all out and they just open the gates of all their senses? That's what I want you to do. And then they're like, can you be quiet? Because I have this little girl in my ear right now that's just, like, chatting about her death. First of all, you could quit your job (laughs) and you could be, like, Long Island medium and just, like, stop people in the grocery store and be like, ma'am, I'm so sorry to bother you, but, like, did you have a death in your family? Exactly. (laughs) They're like, mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'm fifth generation, so... Okay, you guys, you guys let us know in our comments on our social media and our email and stuff. Tell us if you think that Brie is, like, secretly psychic and should just let the floodgates open. Like, we should... No, I think we're all We should have your your dark baptism of psychicness. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you could just let the ghosts in, man. (sighs) How fun would that be? We'll start a whole other podcast, that girl and that psychic, and it'll just be me asking you weird questions. (laughs) And, like, me making fun of ghosts and you being like, Jamie, it doesn't like that. Well, actually, since you're provoking it, it'll just be like, who lit the black flame candle? Right, exactly. you. That's fine. And... They can follow me home. I have no problem with that. I mean, let's just find some crazy haunted place and let's just start there. Work the Queen Mary when we go to contact next year. I'm sc- I can't do that. Like, we had you to tiptoe <laughs> into, like, I want to, like. She's like, let's go to a haunted place but not spend the night. No. Actually, like, if we wanted to start local, we would go to San Juan where we did that ghost tour ghost last tour, year. Yeah. Because remember, we're like, oh, this is the haunted room. I wrote it down in my notes. I we still can just have stay it. there, yeah. I still have the okay. hotel well, let's, and let's, the room. Let's, we'll do that then. We'll start there. Start. Oh. Well, isn't the schoolhouse back here haunted too in Morgan Hill? Mm, I don't think so. I think that's just BS. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I, we could try, but. I mean, why not? Just like. Okay, so here's my, here's my question lot. for you. If we're going to go hunt for ghosts, I already know that you won't let me bring a Ouija board. So what tools <sighs> would we bring with us if we were hunting for ghosts together? Fucking crystals, candles, <laughs> some <and> sage. sage. <laughs> that just sounds like you're trying to avoid the ghosts. Holy water. <laughs> sounds like you're trying to avoid the ghosts when we're trying to we're trying to interact with them. So what I don't I don't think the sage they're gonna like the sage. They're gonna be like this bitch. <laughs> like, well, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? You're like <laughs> when I nod my head, yes, but you want to say no, what, what do, do you mean? mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what they would be doing. I mean... It sounds uh, like you want to ghost hunt but not find any ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Mm. <laughs> 
I mean, like, we'll just keep one crystal in the pocket or something. Yeah, that's I fine. I want to find the ghost. I just don't want to be, like, you know. Confronted? No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> then I take it back. None of that. I guess I just want to be, like, protected from, like, evil, evil things or something. But I also want to see evil, evil things. <laughs> just to see what it looks like? We could talk about that in our next topic that we have coming up. Yeah, the next episode is a little a little bit dark. I kind of feel like I'm, I want trouble, but then I'm afraid of trouble. But then I'm like, I want to seek the trouble. See, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like living in the trouble. <laughs> and I'm like, when's it going to stop? Maybe if we bring like some tater tots with us, I'll have comfort food. We all know that potatoes make everything better. <laughs> and like also, a cocktail and like a little shaker. Side note. Burger King brought cheesy tots back, and they're only a dollar. I've never tried them. Oh, what is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't they're even cheesy know. tots. They're tater tots filled with cheese. Well, you know, like weird cheese like that, like milk. I don't know. Nacho cheese stuff always throws me off. I don't think it's nacho cheese in it. It's like it's like melty the cheese. Cheese is nacho cheese. It's nacho cheese. <laughs> But it's very good. So speaking of potatoes, everyone go to Burger King for uh, Halloween potatoes. Halloween snacks after a bunch of candy. Um, we're not sponsored by Burger King, but if you want us to be, let a bitch know. Absolutely. Forgot to mention that when I go Bigfoot hunting, I'm really looking for ghosts. Oh, okay. So you're Bigfoot slash ghost hunting. Yes, because I did a bunch of research on the land, and I guarantee that shit is haunted as a fuck. Can you please bring a white candle so you stay protected? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, mm, mm. I didn't go buy any. I'll stop at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, you're going to have to get like a white, like, the, you know, those, like, uh, the candelabra ones. You, you know, want me to ones. search, but. But you said you want to be protected. So... I wasn't going to do it at night, actually. My plan was, like, sometime during the day to, like, go out in the forest and then, like, meditate on some shit and then see if I can communicate with anything. Because one time I did do a Ouija board and I was with my mom, but we lit like nothing but an, it, w- it was very specific an even amount of white candles around us in a circle and then we did it at the time me and my mom didn't know what the board was saying it was like spelling out random things like not words that made sense like, to us yeah 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 <laughs> well and then we're like we were like whatever that was a bust and then we never talked about it again and then like you know a few weeks later my mom's boyfriend at the time was like Okay, so now that that's passed and, like, we're chill now, I'm going to tell you guys what happened. And it ended up being the initials of his dead grandpa. But he didn't want to tell us because he thought that we were moving the board. But we weren't. And we had no idea what his grandpa's name was or his grandpa died or, like, any of that kind of information. Oh, he was there? Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, why would his grandpa contact you two? But he was there. But he was there with us. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it too. So it was all three of us. And it was, like, doing weird things. But he didn't say anything the whole time or for weeks after because he legit thought that it was us who were moving it. But, like, we didn't know his grandpa's initials or whatever or any of the information. And all the little things that the board did were directly talking to him. And me and my mom at the time didn't know. We were just, like, laughing along, like, oh, okay, it's moving around. So the only thing I know is apparently, like, white candles and ghosts are good because nothing bad came in. So my only piece of advice I have for you. Yeah, it was a nice relative. I'm just trying to find out information. Like what? Like what's on the other side? I don't know. Maybe is like, Bigfoot still there? What's happening and stuff, you know? I know at the reservation they have petroglyphs there and they had Bigfoot all over it. My dad and all the people going, shout out to Chuck Broski. Chuck, Chuck. And all his friends and stuff, they all swear that the area is just highly intense. And, you know, my dad is like, there's some shit I can't describe there. 
they're very convinced that they bring guns. Mm. So this is like just gonna be intense. But I know we're going with one of the guys I already told you is there's a cop, there's a pilot from American Airlines, and his wife works at Area 51. So I'm also trying to get information out of all these people. So I have a few follow-up questions. Number one, do you want to borrow my rifle? No, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Okay, well, I can teach you. That's easy. I can show your dad. I feel like that's bad vibes because okay. there is a land of where lots of native just... tribes, Native Americans okay. live. I'm just saying. You think a group want... of arrows wants to see bullets? I'm just saying if you, well, you said they bring guns. I was just saying. Trauma. I have one for you if you need it. Hopefully that's just like in case there's a murderer <laughs> out there. We'll see if the veil's super thin. That's why I was hoping that, you know, you were going to go. I know. I can't get the weekend off. I know it. Josh can sometimes be like, yo, that's not cool. Okay, so here's what... Don't be here's, dabbling with the devil. Here's things I need from you. I need you to try to document as much as you can document. I know. Like, I'm... I'm going to ask Nicole to use her camera. Yeah, like, take a camera, set it up in a corner. Try to record. Try to record some shit. I wish I had an EVP thing. I know. That's the next thing. You know what? Christmas list. Well, thank you guys for listening to our ghost chat. Chatting about ghosts, nothing too serious. We know we haven't uh, released too much, but we're about to hit you with like some back-to-back episodes. All right, Brie, enough of this tomfoolery. It's time for some shout-outs. Anthony. Adam. Brandy. Daniel. Destiny. Dylan. J-plus. Matt. Bobby. Rod. Scotty. Simon. Spacey D. Vanessa. AP. Yawn. And if you want to be a part of our Patreon, please check it out. Patreon.com backslash that one time I was abducted by aliens. Just for like a dollar a month, you guys, you can get access to all sorts of cool stuff that we don't release to everyone, just our super secret Patreons. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. We love you. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can find us at Instagram. At that one time I was abducted. Facebook backslash that one time I was abducted by aliens. We're also on Twitter at that one time with the number one. And all other social media platforms. That we probably don't pay enough attention to and we apologize. The best way to get in contact with us is to shoot us an email. At that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. Or shoot us a DM on our Instagram. If you guys want to share your stories with us, you guys can hit us up on our hotline. Our hotline phone number is... 408-320-8184. Drop us a line, tell us a story, something weird that happened that one time, or maybe you just want to tell us how cool we are to you guys. We like it all. Send it in. Make sure you guys pay attention if we have another live call-in show again. That's the number that you guys would be calling into. Thank you guys all so much. We love you dearly. And fuck you, Mountain View, California, and Bobby from Texas, who is from Not For Everyone podcast. Stay blessed. Kind of.